Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Mess Hall, Finn McHale here, and today we're actually going to be discussing the Los Angeles Rams and why I think they're one of the more complete teams in the NFL and how I think their operation strategy makes them one of the more complete and better teams to win the Super Bowl, if not this year, within the next two years. With that in mind, let's get started. So I do want to talk about the strategy first that Sean McVay and Les Snead have pretty much been using the past four to five years. And that strategy has been pay players now and then be willing to move off them. An example, a perfect one is Todd Gurley. You know, he had a monster of a contract and then when... It wasn't working out for them. They were willing to move off him and it got him out of that horrible contract that they were under and allowed him to make other moves with the roster. And I think a comparison that I either don't see a lot of or just don't see at all is to that of Bill Belichick and his willingness to move off players in New England. And now this isn't a one-to-one -one thing, but... It's a similar strategy and a similar style in that when you see it's not working out or when you see that the player is not you know, at their peak anymore or is not going to produce as much as you need them to under your system, you know, be willing to move off them. And that's one thing that's heavily attributed to the success of the Patriots dynasty, you know, for like the past 20 years, not counting the past couple, but I think the point still stands that that's something that I think a lot of organizations either are passing off as, well, we'll just build our own talent, you know, as a better alternative when maybe they need to adopt a little bit more of the willingness. And with that said, also the Rams do not hoard draft picks. And what I mean by this is, they don't hold on to their first, second, and third round draft picks and expect them to be knockouts. They use them and trade them to get other star players to beef up their roster during the season, which I think is a very good strategy. I mean, we just saw that happen once already this season with Von Miller. And another thing to take into account with this is they still have their fourth, fifth, and sixth round draft picks. Their last first round draft pick was in 2016, and that was Jared Goff. And they were willing to move off him when he became inconsistent and upgraded to Matt Stafford. And arguably, Matt Stafford is an upgrade. I mean, just look at his numbers. I think, unfortunately, and this is a quick side tangent, but I think, unfortunately, by Stafford's loyalty to wanting to stay in Detroit may have cost him a gold jacket if he doesn't win a Super Bowl or make a couple with the Rams. Because when you just look at the numbers, it's like two totally different quarterbacks. I mean, and I just feel that Stafford may have killed his chance to get into the Hall of Fame. He does have a silver lining in that of winning a Super Bowl or winning an MVP and making a couple Super Bowls, but they've got to do that. Like, he has to do that. You know, tangent aside, I think this strategy of pay the players now don't hoard first, second, and third round draft picks and be willing to move off players when you need to to get your system to where you need it to be. I think that that's something that 
really makes the Rams stand out, especially within their own division, because if Arizona is going to stay on this trajectory of being as dominant as they are over the next couple of years, with the way Seattle is going, with Russ is pretty much the life preserver holding that team together, in my opinion, and one of the only reasons why they're competitive, I I feel like Pete Carroll is kind of just losing it, especially on the defensive side, and he's a defensive head coach. Um, the 49ers, I think, is just, ever since they lost the Super Bowl, like they've just been in a total collapse, and when you publicly say you didn't have any faith in your quarterback, I, I really think you've lost more than the locker room. I think you've lost some of your own drive, internal drive at that point. And at that point, the NFC West just becomes a battle between the Rams and the Cardinals. When you look at that, and like Sean McVay is going to keep his job, and Les Snead is definitely going to keep his, his job, I, I really think, you know, at going forward in the future, unless somehow Kyle Shanahan magically gets his touch back, or if he even had a, a touch at all, being a head coach, I really think at this point it's going to be between McVay and Kingsbury with the Rams and the Cardinals, respectively. Speaking of teams, let's look at the roster. So, on the defensive side, you have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and the addition of Von Miller. I believe that that is a very dangerous defense to have to go up against, okay? You got Ramsey in the backfield, and he's just insane out there. But also, let's look at Aaron Donald. You have to triple-team him, basically, to actually even get anywhere towards stopping him. Double-teaming him doesn't work. And with Von Miller, you know... Sometimes you have to triple team him when he's healthy. I think, you know, with Von Miller healthy and if like all bells and whistles and pistons are firing off at the right times and they're just on a roll, that could be one of the best scoring defenses ever. And then you look at the offensive side of the ball, you have Matt Stafford. He's a really good quarterback. And I don't think you need to be a flashy quarterback to be super successful in this league or win a Super Bowl necessarily, but he's primed. Um, he and Cooper Cup have a connection. Cooper Cup is leading in a lot of categories this year for wide receivers. I believe um, yard yards and I maybe touchdowns, but you know he's leading in major categories. And with the addition of Odell Beckham Jr., you know, on top of having Robert Woods as well, you know, being able to sprinkle that ball around and Matt Stafford just being a totally new and different and better quarterback, I, I really think you know. As long as the synergy is there, and I think that that's what they're going to get, as long as OBJ doesn't become a diva again. And that's the only caveat from my perspective I can see is if Odell Beckham Jr. acts up again, that could be a distraction. And obviously, Snead and McVay will have no problems going, yeah, we're moving off you, buddy, if he acts up. I think this is the best situation for OBJ, but he has to get it together, you know, and he has to, whatever conversation they had, he has to go in knowing after that conversation and being signed to the Rams, okay, I know what I'm going to be able to do and what they're going to be able to do for me and be happy about that. That That's just my only major concern is if Odo Beckham Jr. acts up again. And then let's look at the other teams in the NFC, you know, 
You have the Cardinals, which are just on a tear right now. You have Green Bay, but I'm still not sold on them because all their issues going on and Aaron Rodgers and not going to get into that. And then you also have the Bucks, but their defense is still kind of suspect for me. And then you also have, I, I don't know who the wild cards would be right now because everything is just so up in the air, but it's one of those things where out of all the teams, the most complete teams out of the NFC, in my opinion, are the Bucks, Cardinals, and the Rams. Not necessarily in that order. Personally, I think the order would be Rams, Bucks, Cardinals, because I think the Cardinals need to lose a couple more games before they finally figure out like how to button everything up because you go 15 and 1, okay, the last four 15 and 1 teams that went to the Super Bowl, you know, crapped the bed horribly. So I I think they need to lose a couple more times if they're gonna, you know, button everything up and be actually playoff ready. Then you look at the AFC side and you have the Ravens, the Bills, the Titans, and I believe it's either the Chargers or the Raiders at the top of the West. And everything in the AFC, and I believe Pittsburgh is one of the wild cards, and I'm not even sold on them. Ben is old. The AFC is just so flaky this year that it, it's you don't know what's going to happen any given week. And that's what makes this season exciting, for my, in my opinion. But... I don't see a lot of complete teams out of the AFC right now other than possibly Baltimore, but they still have a lot of banged up players. But with that said, uh, I think this is a good place to end the episode. And just to rehash, I I just think that the moves and the strategy and the way that they're building the roster under McVay and Les Snead, it's just going to work out. I hope it's this year especially for one of my uncles. And we're just going to have to wait and see. I think they're the best built team, best synergetic team as of right now. But we're going to have to wait and see. With that said, this has been a Bandolier Corp production. Finn McHale, signing out.